0: From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash sport.
1: The athlete who gets too much hype, Compared to what they actually produce, I think it's James Harden. James Harden is at least right up there, right, right up there. Mm. It's fun to bathe in heat success right now. Yes, and I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What fun?
2: Yesterday you were losing hair.
3: After the fact, it's always so. He so tomorrow I'm going to be back in depression mode. I get what Ken was trying to say. See, everybody was taking it like Evan Cohen was trying to take it out of like. No, don't take it out of context. In the moment, there is a lot of angst yeah. when you're watching your favorite teams. First second quarter. In a stressful. pressure moment. Yeah, that's a little stressful. Mm. That's a little stressful. I was
1: miserable when Jimmy Butler and PJ Tucker turn it over five foot passes yes. on the wing. Yes. And James Harden's going on an eight-o
3: run. But after it's all said and done and you're able to alleviate those stresses and enjoy uh. the win, it's the best feeling. I he mean, was you were right in what you were saying. They yeah. were taking it the wrong way. Of exactly. course the playoff run is great. Yeah. But it's tough during it. it in it, it sucks. Yeah. It
1: really does. But but once your team closes it out, and, and it's like we said yesterday, your team gets a big lead and then hangs on yes. to it with like six minutes left in the fourth. Hell, they played Peppa's with like seven minutes left. Mm. Yeah, d- in, uh, in the game.
2: Tyler Hero banged that backbreaker three with three minutes left in the third timeout called. Yeah. Was, like cool like my,
1: my serotonin level is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is sky high today. In fact, that Tyler Hero 3, uh, why don't we go ahead and make that our um, our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week, shall we?
0: Time now for the coolest moment
4: of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah.
0: The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by
1: EDS air conditioning. TNT, last night, Spiro us on the call, third quarter, Still a single-digit game at this point, but it was about to be a double-digit game because off of what probably should have been a Bama Autobio layup, he went to the corner, it's delivered to Tyler Hero, and this is where Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, said goodbye to his money that he put down on the 7.5 on the game, put the money on the Sixers. Tyler Hero drills it from
4: 35. Zero left open.
2: Not a good idea.
4: Not a good idea.
2: A a- exactly what went through my head when I <laughs> took the seven and a half. Yeah, not w- a good idea. Uh-huh. We, no. I
3: mean Theo and I tried to tell you. We told you. We gave you a chance. Like once you submit it, is it? it can you pull it back before the game happens? No. Oh. So it was too late.
2: That is rule number one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Once he committed, he
1: he, uh, he he ended up committing that sin, and that is going against heat culture when heat culture shines brightest. Not smart.
2: It, 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 it stings worse when you log back into that account and you just go to your pending bets and you're just staring at it <laughs> yeah. like, ah, is it going to disappear? Is it still there? Nope. And you're just staring yeah, at like it. Like, I could have avoided this if I had
1: a brain yesterday. Did yeah. I click the wrong one? Did I say no. heat minus seven and a half? But no. Everybody has a rough day sometimes. Yeah. And I get it. But Theo and I, it, it, we're, we're paternal figures yes, to you, yeah, I feel <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes. And you, I think you should just listen to us a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Unders- understood. Uh, so Stone, bad idea yesterday, putting money on the Sixers to cover the 7.5 line, um, but also uh, a, a bad idea, bad judgment, is if you're starting to have questions about your AC uh, because, well, you need to get that worked on, need to get that looked at, need to get that replaced because we are there. – there is no turning back now. There is no turning back. Just like this Heat playoff run, there is no turning back, and if your AC ends up busted and we're in – South Florida summer right now, you're going to be miserable. And guess what? Your family, they're probably going to be really upset with you. And your kids are going to be wondering, Dad, Mom, why didn't you get a hold of EDS air conditioning? Don't you know? Ken Lavica says it all the time. Mm. EDS is, yes, we could have uh, been able to live comfortably in our home. But instead, we have to go to a Ramada Inn because we don't have air in the house right now. What is poor Smooches, our dog, going to do? What are we going to do? Mm. Well... I'm telling you, this is why you need to get on it. EDS air conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS air conditioning, train comfort specialist, hard to stop a train. Why EDS? There's so many air conditioning companies. Well, first of all, EDS can also handle your plumbing needs as well. And anybody who is maybe a fixer-upper in your home, the worst thing is doing anything revolving plumbing, okay? Mm. So EDS handles plumbing, but EDS also uh, revolves its schedule around EDS. You trying to meet your needs? They know you got to work. They know you got to take your kids to school, take your kids to dance, uh, do the things that normal people do in a given day. You're busy. EDS understands that, respects it. Trying to organize appointment schedules around you. They come in, they can service your AC, replace your AC. They've got you taken care of. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Get that appointment set up. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. So we've identified James Harden as an athlete that gets too much hype for what he actually produces. He's had good assist numbers with the Sixers, but they didn't bring him to Philadelphia to simply just dish off the ball. And then when you are going up against a team like the Heat and there's no Embiid and then the Heat can absolutely lock him down, his life is going to be miserable. He's just not MVP level. Any longer. He's not, but he's not the only current athlete who gets too much hype for what they actually produce. And I think this could extend to coaches as well. Mm. But other than James Harden, which current athlete or coach gets too much hype for what they actually produce. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Are you with me that Harden is the the main name here, or maybe there's someone I'm missing
3: in this discussion? I think currently, especially due to the hype that he was getting leading up to Game 1 of this Eastern Conference semifinal, you're right about that in this moment. The only thing I'll say about James Harden At least we've seen it before with him. Like at least Mm. he has made it to a finals before, though he was a six-man in that. He's had former greatness. He's had he got an MVP. He has a score, a few scoring championships actually. Like and he's led the league in assists and whatnot. Like he's shown us he can be at that level. So people are still assuming he can get back to it, which he doesn't take care of his body enough, and he also has lost enough steps to where he can't. I'll say. Personally, for me, and Stone's gonna hate this. I already know you're gonna hate this. Oh, God. you know where I'm going. Bakey time. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, my. God. The, and, and this is the thing. I'm you're not, horrible. I'm not, and he is, I'm not saying <laughs> Baker Mayfield isn't a decent enough quarterback. I'm not saying he's just trash. Like, I, he's a starter level quarterback yeah. for a team that does not have plans on contending for a Super Bowl. Tough spot to be in. It's tough. It's fair, But it's a fair criticism because that's what we've seen from him. Baker Mayfield being in all of these national commercials. Baker Mayfield. Like he's Patrick Mahomes. Right, like Matthew Stafford had to win a Super Bowl right. to get his like first commercial. To get his first commercial. It's a, Baker Mayfield it's a was a great
2: in, commercial.
1: Oh, you know, it was. It was you know when a guy hasn't gotten his proper due, when it's a superstar, when it's a champion, and the first time you see their face on a commercial, you're like, who is that? Right. And that's right. what happened with me and Matt Stafford. I was like, whoa, wait, wait. Is that Matt Stafford? Is that Stafford? Matt Stafford? <laughs> what in the hell?
3: That was something else. So I'm like, a guy like Baker Mayfield, to get all of those national commercials, to, to be a guy that also, when, whenever he does or says anything, we're forced to react, and there's the national media conversation. The fact that I'm even bringing his name up right now, Baker Mayfield is more Ryan Tannehill than he is primetime quarterback, yeah. but he's treated like in, an, in the media, as I'm doing right now bringing his name up, and the fact that he's in all of these commercials – like he's a bigger deal than what he was. So, again, as a professional athlete, no way. He did win a Heisman in college, so I get that. But as a professional so athlete. So did a lot of people. Right, right. I don't, and I they know, didn't turn into anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I know that Stone loves Baker. Yes. yes. I know. And he loves have, mediocre quarterback. He, he does. Drew Locke, Drew Locke. It, like, <laughs> oh, <it's Stone>. whoa. <laughs> I never said I love him. I mean, the the the, the posters <laughs> on young Stone Labanowitz's wall had yes. to be hilarious. How? Uh, what year were you five years old? In Because that's like post two thousand three, two thousand three? Who would be like a mediocre two thousand three oh. quarterback? Oh mm. my god, I'm having to rack my brain here.
3: I think Stone. So did you did you like David Garrard? No, wasn't he that big of a fan. He wasn't around o three. He, probably he was at least like won a 07. playoff
2: game. Yeah. Well, I
3: guess Baker Mayfield did as well. I'm trying to think 0-3. Florida quarterbacks. So, like, did you, did you like Blake? My, you know
2: what? I'll tell you this, and and, and this is gonna hurt you a little <laughs> bit. it's gonna hurt me. Don't my, say Jake DeLonge. But my first. Oh, please fat, say Jake. No, DeLone. my first fat head in my room. I had two of them. Oh, this was is Cam Newton. Oh, it was okay. Cam All right.
3: Well, he's an MVP.
2: Yeah, That's but and he's also hasn't produced. He's in that well,
3: conversation. He might be the number one candidate in this non-producing. He he's spot. won an MVP in the. He's made it to the Super Bowl and he won an MVP though. At least What's he's proven it.
2: Uh, Harden, you just mentioned Harden has done it before.
3: That's what I'm saying. That's why I, I deluded, uh not Stones, but Ken's argument a little bit because I said Harden's done it. Cam carried a terrible Panthers roster yeah. to that, one that, of the greatest seasons ever. Almost they, they ran the, the best, table. They had
2: the best defense in the league. Led they, by Luke Kuechly.
3: They had a top three, top five defense. It wasn't the best in the league. Uh, it was
2: num- numero one. I'm willing I'm it was willing, number one? I'm willing to bet you.
3: I, I, all right. Might, I might take you up on that bet because you uh, were so bad at betting uh, we'll yesterday. We'll bet a salad on it. We'll, we'll bet a salad on it. No. Actually, <laughs> no, 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 I think, no, no, I think no, the way you s- do the salad bet is whoever wins has to eat the salad. Eat. Uh, <laughs> or uh, <loses>. so,
1: <laughs> and so so uh, you had, a, since we're on the topic of Cleveland, I'll yeah. just say that five-year-old Stone Labanowitz probably had like a Tim Couch poster. Ooh. Mm, there you
2: go. I don't know who that is. What? I I apologize. That's a mediocre quarterback, Man.
3: professionally
1: at least. But Baker Mayfield, and here's the reason, and I, I know that he gets defended on the morning show here on ESPN 106.3. I know you defend him all the time. Yeah. But want to know how I know That Baker Mayfield is completely overhyped. And people Uh actually look at his production. People actually look at his
2: numbers. Because his phone is drier than the Uh desert Uh right now.
1: Exactly. Because he is, while he's still... That direct deposit's hitting with the Browns. He's all but unemployed. And nobody has attempted yet to seriously go and acquire him because he doesn't have value because Mm. his production is poor for the exception of that pandemic season. Mm. And even that was average production, but he stepped up in big games. But also... He just is whiny, and nobody wants to deal with the Baker experience. They just, it's like we talked about with the Debo Samuel experience. The Debo Samuel (laughs) experience is not just catching footballs, it's catching footballs and running the ball Mm. and knocking a defender on their ass, right? That's the Debo Samuel experience. And a cool guy. And it, right. Seems like a really cool guy. The Baker Mayfield experience is. Oh, he might every five games put up a a, a 275 spot for (laughs) you, a couple of touchdowns, but more often than not, he's going to throw a bunch of picks, he's going to be inaccurate, his QBR is going to be below average. Oh, yeah, and then he's going to cry about it. That's the Baker Mayfield experience, which is why he can be in all these national commercials, but he is wildly overhyped because his personality dictates one thing, what he actually is, and how he actually performs are a completely
2: different thing. Yeah. I think I go to bat for mediocre quarterbacks because more often than not, we see these guys get put in situations that are are, are tough and like circumstances. Yeah, I around- think
3: Browns is tough, and I wait, get wait, that. And wait, I'm wait, sensitive wait. to that. Kevin Stefanski and what they and, and what they did around him. Two of the the best backfield in the league, really I, good offensive I, line. I, I understand, but they were like one Austin in, Hooper.
2: They were such a basement, bottom floor team in the league. They couldn't win a single game, and he brought them to eleven and five. He did
3: it, They built. They put a foundation around him. It wasn't like Baker Mayfield did what Cam Newton did that year and carried them. Baker didn't carry them at all. He was just the quarterback yeah. for that team. Don't credit the team's success to the quarterback every time. When there's direct results that show us it wasn't him. Yeah, true. I mean, their running game
2: was awesome. Amazing. The offensive line was great. Like like on third and, and two where the Browns were able to go play action, right, and take yes. shots down the field because people, their run game was a threat. I understand that.
3: I just, like, I'm not, I don't want to be a guy that's just crapping on Baker Mayfield because. You are. Just go ahead. I don't, I, I really
1: don't want But he be. makes it so easy. <laughs>
3: and also, like, again, the, it, it it's it's getting, like he said, his phone is dry for a reason. It's not just me being a hater. All 32 NFL GMs For sure. are also like, yeah, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. So it's like, it's not like I'm coming out of thin air with this. I, I heard was terrible last.
2: Year. I heard a proposition that somebody brought up. I don't know when it was. I think it was a few days ago that they were like, is it possible that Baker Mayfield starts the first six games of the season? and then gets cut when Deshaun is ready and it was the most preposterous thing i've ever I heard think that's Tyler. assuming that
1: Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended. Yeah, that's right?
3: assuming he will be suspended. Jacoby Brissett will start those games. That's the whole. And also, i don't think the Browns would want they don't there, there's He's no a distraction way. now. Baker's there's a distraction no now. Yeah.
1: He went on the the Whoa is Me tour and th- that was a done deal. <sighs>
3: the the Mike Stud <sighs> podcast. Yeah.
1: Th- th- the Mike Stud dead, dead Dog yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. They're going to they're going to have to cut him. They're they, going to have to cut him Nobody's I mean, coming to get him. no other option.
3: The Panthers, thank god. Drafted a quarterback, and I don't know if Matt Corral is going to be a starter for us one day or whatever, but I know that was solidifying that we're not going to do the Baker Mayfield yeah. experience. And now I can remain I fandom in Carolina. I love that for myself. <laughs>
1: Robbie my Anderson brother. had your back. That's my guy. He no. had your back. If I ever Instagram see Robbie
3: crusader Anderson, Robbie Anderson. If I ever see him, he's getting the triple dap up, which if you don't know, <laughs> that's like the best. Like when you intro the dap, one dap, what's up, Robbie? Hey, another dap, thank you so much for keeping yeah. Baker out of I, Carolina. I saw yeah. it yesterday. Another dap. With
2: Ja and Allen
3: Iverson. Yes, that's the oh, a yeah, dap. triple dap.
2: they up.
1: That's triple dap.
3: They did a triple
1: dap in 15 seconds.
3: Yes, <laughs> if you triple dap. And I don't know how this goes. It's like a us. record. Yeah, yeah. You though. know who else can triple tap is Roger you, Goodell.
2: Me and imagine me and Ken trying to pull off the triple dap. Oh my God. I like, pass Get out. Get the hell no.
3: away from me. You're weirdo. Like, no.
2: Too
1: white.
3: <laughs> it's the it's the true c- test. C- c- come on in, baby. <laughs> yeah, come on, like, baby. Come here, baby. <laughs> baby. It's, when two brothers who respect each other on another level yeah. reconnect, it's kind of like what happens when I go back for homecoming, like to, at to Hampton University, and I see a dude I ain't seen in years. It I'm just like, clicked. bro. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up? Hey, I love what you're doing, my dog. So the first one is what up? Okay. Great to see you. Mm-hmm. The, I'm writing this down by yeah, the way. That's my yes. first one. It's the intro, up? dap. Okay. The second one is yo. I love what you. I love what you're doing. I'm just trying to get like you, my boy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, that's like the that's the major respect. I love what you're doing. Yes. I'm just trying to get like you. Yes. Kay. And then the third dap is, i right, man, keep it up. You know what I'm saying? It's always love, my G. Till next time. And you out. That's 15 seconds. That's all it takes. Keep it up, my G. Yeah. That is hard to pull off. Until next time. Until next and, and you already know. Like, Until can, next time. <laughs> you can feel the dap coming. When you compliment, because some people think it's weird. It's like, why y'all keep dapping each other up? But when I compliment you, I got to solidify it with the sure. dap to let you know it's Ooh. real. It
1: like reinforces yes. the action.
3: Yes. It's like, what up? Yeah. Hey, much love to what you're doing. Yeah. And then one more to fill it. All right. Keep that. Up. I
2: love. I, I want. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I want to see you try it with Dean. He's actually in the office right he now. Is, Me yeah. and Keno watch him. Boy, do you <laughs> have triple that connection Dean. with
1: Dean? Do you have that connection with Dean? Because you have to have a connection I, with yeah. that person. That's why Roger Goodell, when he does it, we can praise him all he want for <laughs> for for not uh, for not missing on any of the the daps. But he doesn't have his heart behind
3: it. Yeah, yeah. He would never. Theo get has dap. his heart behind. Yeah. it. Yeah. A triple, a triple death is a true, it's like the ultimate level of love and respect between a couple brothers where it's like, look, man, like you the guy. And that's why when John ja Morant got that triple death from AI, I'm like, yo, the Warriors might want to watch out. Stamped. That's <laughs> over with. Like I'm nervous Game for the Warriors. Game two's right gonna now. be
1: a bloodbath. Yo.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Steph wasn't getting a triple dab from AI. I don't know if he's getting triple. He's getting two. Uh huh. He's not getting a triple dap. He uh-huh. got dapped up by Jaws Pops though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, and it's, it's love, but it's different when you get that triple dap, mm-hmm. if, especially in that closed amount of yeah. time. Yeah, and it's,
1: and Jaws Pops, I think is, I mean, he's willing to. He's just like such a happy human being. Yeah. He's just willing to triple dab everybody.
2: So positive. He's happy to be involved. Yeah, I, he's just happy to be around. Yeah. exactly. I respect him being comfortable enough to drink. To to have a, a cup, a glass of alcohol like at his son's game. I think it's the coolest thing. Like, Comfortable hey, he's like, going
1: enough. A cup? Yeah. He owns like, that place. Yeah, yeah. He, Comfortable? It, it's enough. sick. It's yeah. sick. To yeah, watch him awesome. walk up and down the sideline. It's he's so the man. cool. No, but he, he treats Ja's NBA career like he did AAU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm serious. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like, because honestly, if you're going to an AAU tournament at eight in the morning and I go through the same thing with my daughter's like dance competitions where you're there at like eight, nine and the, nine a.m. Yeah. At some point you gotta get a cup of something. Got to. Because something. or else. It's miserable. It's tough. Just, I, I mean, I, I want to support my kid, love my kid, <laughs> but man, like six hours of dance is enough. I need a cup of something. You Need a cup of hand dog. Yeah, and and, and once you're in that life, once you're about that life, you're about that life. Yeah. And tea, and, and, and Ja's dad.
3: T. He's he's always he's he's about it, and I I respect that about him. And yeah, my favorite thing was when he was sitting right next to Usher. Awesome. And mm-hmm. they was twinning in the stands yeah. like. Like, that dude is great. And he's like, I don't want to say who's doing it right or wrong because obviously people had their problems with LeVar Ball because of how much he was talking in the media and all that. But Ja Morant's dad, there's no criticism of him. Like, he's doing it perfectly. Like, he's there. He raps
1: on his kid more than anybody else. I love it. If we brought T Morant onto our show right now, he would go through a 20 minute diatribe, cup in hand, about how Ja. Isn't playing good ball right yeah, now. Yeah, he is John's worst critic. He I've
2: never seen
3: fun. anything like
2: it. He it's amazing. He what he what he tweeted? He said, "Well, he's trash or
3: yeah. garbage or something like that." Yeah, Jamal Murray's pops is similar to that as well, where they're their biggest critic, and that is what just has the driven them. Yeah, that's yeah. the relationship. That's yeah. what drives you. I love it. I'm my gonna start doing that with, with my that.
1: shows too. Uh, I'm gonna start doing that with uh, with Addie's like ballet. Yeah, <laughs> like oh that twirl. <laughs> I don't know about that. That was a, that was kind of trash. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, she yeah, yeah. crying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: you got to start them early. You got to toughen them up That's right now. Right. Exactly. Uh, the the current athlete or coach that gets too much hype for what they actually produce. Do I hear a Doc Rivers? Do I hear a Doc Rivers? Which current athlete or coach gets too much hype for what they actually produce? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm curious about a story I heard about SunFest. Uh, over the week, and I do want to talk about that, and also we'll have the latest on Joel Embiid's injury. There has been an update to it. We'll discuss all that when we return. We're all about that heat culture. Jay Williams found out about that firsthand this morning at 5 a.m., thanks to Friday Night Lights. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 1063. <laughs>
0: From the Anajar and Bean studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBeca Live on ESPN 106.3. I am
1: I'm starting to get a sense that Bart Scott, who you're going to hear after us, here on ESPN 106.3, is trying to make the case that the Jets have leapfrogged the Patriots. <laughs> In the AFC East, am I correct with this? It, Stone? It, it's
2: almost like he uh, uh uh played for the Jets or
1: something. I'm I'm confused here. Like I I don't know for sure, but I see a a, a Chiron right now on um first take. It says Bart, the entire division has passed the Patriots. I don't know if the entire division has because well, that would the, Jets, the Jets are are th- none of those guys the Jets drafted yeah. have played a game yet and won't do so for like four months.
3: And you know who has played games? Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, and I've seen that and that's nothing about yeah. that's
3: passing the uh the Patriots. Yeah, there's a reason why they were picking so high in the draft, I think.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, because they're not at the Patriots level. I cannot believe what Bart Scott has done, forcing me to defend the Patriots, makes me physically ill. Yeah. But yeah. Th- I'm gonna try and find uh an actual, an actual quote, actual audio of Bart Scott because I see the the graphic. I just need to make sure that this is actually something that has been um,
0: been uttered. By the way, we are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu/mbasport. Well, I may have I may have a piece of audio
1: that proves that Bart Scott did say on national television that the Jets have passed the Patriots. Good times. Good times. While yeah. we while we wait to hear that, Stone, why don't we uh, do we want to do an injury report? Oh, absolutely. Do we want to do a uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Let's do it. Care Injury Emporium? Hut!
4: Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man
0: down.
1: So, updates today <laughs> from Miami. And Joel Embiid is still out for Game 2. He's not even in Miami. Doc Rivers was discussing it with reporters earlier today. Said there's optimism. Said that Embiid is improving. Doesn't want to get anybody's hopes up. But Game 2 definitely not happening for Joel Embiid. Unfortunately for the Heat, Eric Spolstra says that Game 2 also definitely not happening for Kyle Lowry. Mm. Who remains out with the hamstring. It sort of feels like at this point with Kyle Lowry, don't even play him until you drop a game. Yeah. Let that hamstring, which is always a lingering injury, heal as long as you can possibly heal it uh and and if you start to get in trouble in a series, then maybe you you, you ask him, "Hey, you good?" Again, you, you get full mobility out of that. You're, you're going to be able to stay on the floor. Right now, now up one game to none, depending on what happens tomorrow. If you go to Philly up two games to none, I don't see any need for Kyle Lowry to play game three.
3: I wouldn't even use him this series. And the only reason why I say that is I think, again, with him being as old as he is and a an hamstring being what that is and what that injury entails – I would save him as much as possible. I think he's more valuable in a series against the Bucks, celtics oh, yeah. versus the Sixers. I'm just saying,
1: team. if you get into a dire spot against the Sixers and you feel like, i got to have our starting yeah. championship point guard back, that's when you start making that decision. But for now, there's no rush with Lowry. If you lose game two then you start to feel like, hey, uh, Kyle, how's that How's that hamstring feeling now? It's still a little tight, still
2: a little tight. <laughs> and hopefully we can get Jimmy to sit his behind on the bench every fourth well, quarter and rest nice. that knee
1: up. Agreed. Well, now the wrist, too. So Jimmy Butler not at practice today because of an excused absence. I don't know any of the details. Nobody knows any of the details. I hope it's not to get that wrist checked out. We you trust saw that getting You saw that getting worked on. Yeah. He did not play particularly well after – Uh, leaving the bench or going to the bench late in the first quarter with that wrist issue. Wasn't great last night. I hope it has nothing to do with that wrist. And it's just something that was pre-scheduled, but man, he's getting banged up, but you're right. Fourth quarter, any rest he could get. That was great. That was great that he could rest up that knee. So that is the Baptist health orthopedic care injury emporium. Again, Nothing we didn't expect. No Embiid Game Two, no Lowry Game Two. Game three or Game Two is tomorrow right here on ESPN 1063. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net/orthocare for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net/orthocare all right stone bart scott first take talking about the jets in relation to the Patriots. Let's see if it was actually uttered on national television, Bart Scott saying the Jets have passed up the Patriots.
4: I think the Jets are moving ahead of the newest. look We're looking at your phone, Patriots? keisha Look at me, because I want you to understand oh, 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 this when I say Jesus. that. In the division. To answer your question. Keyshawn's laughing like, right yeah. now. Absolutely. Okay. Listen, at what point are we going to realize that it was more about 12 than it was about Bill Belichick? Whoa,
0: okay, you whoa, gotta, okay. that's a hot take right <laughs>
4: He got a C, right? Tell me what draft that Bill Belichick has, has ever hit. Or he's always getting a C, but 12 was always able to cover it up. Like, so what's his great moves this offseason? He, tra- he traded his best corner and let him walk out the door. Right, because he feels he's the almighty. We witnessed a team that got <laughs> old, slow, and exposed in the playoffs. Are you no really Kyle Van Noy. No, no Jamie Collins. No Dante Hightower. It's one of those things. It's like, listen, teach y'all to understand this. The Jets can have good things. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to be optimistic, because at some point the Big Bad Wolf ain't the Big Bad Wolf no more. So yeah, they're the Big Bad Wolf. They look the same, but when they open their mouth, they got no teeth. They all bark, <laughs> they had no bite. And we thought that mac and cheese was was the second coming of Tom Brady, please, right? And you talk about what they don't have. So they, now they don't have any of those core pieces anymore. What was his big move, Cole Strange? I had to listen. I was coming to the <laughs> I had to look through my, through my path and didn't even figure out who the hell he was. He could have got him in the third round. And we've been we've been saying that he, listen, the entire division has passed the Patriots, right? What has he done since Tom Brady has left that was substantial? He had a decent year, but now if you, I, 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 listen, I implore you, Keyshawn, to tell me where the lie is. When you go through this roster and tell me that the Jets roster isn't twice as good, and possibly even at the quarterback position, we'll be able to evaluate that more. Offensive line, okay. defensive line, cornerback, linebacker, safety. Tell me where the Patriots are.
2: Patriots
1: okay, let him advantage. talk, because that was a lot of Bill Belichick slander. <laughs> Man, Bart Scott. Yeah. It, that's like jet-on-jet jet crime. That is. Bart he- Scott and Keyshawn Johnson is jet-on-jet jet crime. Now, the roster, yeah, there are flashier names on the Jets because we love their draft, right? Yeah, that's but it. I am completely unwilling to agree with Bart Scott that the Jets have passed the Patriots until the Jets do absolutely anything competent on the field which also matters for something we're playing the roster game when we also need to include the production game yeah he could have left it at
2: it's okay to have optimism there you go yes
1: there's more optimism with the Jets right now than there is the Patriots amen ah, perfectly said yeah. but better passed him up Bart Scott is I, I mean I I see where he's trying to go but then he took it to a place that none of us can accept
3: no no and, and at the end of the day, Bill Belichick, even though, yes, a lot of times it was with Tom Brady and he was the one that was doing more with less, he's shown he's able to do more with less. He's shown in the Patriot system they're able to develop guys who are not names, turn them into names, and then those guys go other places and yeah. then devolve back into what they were before. So I believe more in what the Patriot way, quote-unquote, even though I don't like it, than I do of what the Jets i have seen. And, and I've watched a lot of Jets football. It's not good.
1: It's legitimately show me something. Like I need the Jets to show me something past, oh, Joe Douglas uh worked the phones well. Right, right. Great. Great offseason. Awesome. Yeah. Like, good. A plus. Uh, again, like I was saying earlier this week, uh the Dolphins, I've been around plenty of offseason championships yes. with them. Okay. And and the argument about the Dolphins and Patriots is much different than the Jets and Patriots and who is past who. Yes, the Patriots made the playoffs last year, but they lost twice to the Dolphins. They do have a Pro Bowl
3: quarterback, though, Ken.
1: Upcoming Pro Bowl quarterback. No, I'm mac, for- Jones mac Jones made
3: the Pro Bowl last year. You forgot that as a rookie, right? It, oh, it looks like he forgot because there's like 18 guys. Well, that because said they he make was it.
1: the yeah, he was the 20th choice. Yes. <laughs> I' not really count.
3: Um, but uh, also,
1: when did we start calling Mac Jones Mac and Cheese?
3: I've heard it. That was a thing. That was like a small thing. Patriots fans, people out in Boston, were saying it. They tried to get it. To I catch hate on. that. It I also- hate that.
2: I think it's what you give the boring, plain white
3: kid. Yeah, mac and Cheese.
2: If you were a smart marketer, you would
1: go with Big Mac and call up McDonald's and say, "Hey, Ooh. latch on here." Why wouldn't they do that?
3: But he's not really that big, you know. It, he's thick. He's thick, but he's not big. Like if he's like Josh Allen, Cam Newton size, then yeah. it's like, "Yeah, but Mac Jones is not very imposing." But
1: Mac and Cheese is Soft. it's almost just He's uh, cheesy. But, that's
3: why <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: cheesy. But it's like disrespectful. To remember he the had the best it? single side. It is. It, on the oh, planet. I like, what kind of football
2: that. player are you if right. your nickname's Mac and like, Cheese? I feel like you have
1: to actually be something in the NFL before you get a nickname Mac and Cheese. Right now, he's just like Easy
3: Mac. Yeah. You'd give it to he like. Is like. Like, Easy Mac. Mac's not real Mac oh. and Cheese. That's
1: just. Water and
3: yellow. Yeah, he is Easy Mac. That's a great. That was a great comparison. I like that, Ken. He's Easy Mac.
1: Who's Mac and Cheese though? Like a Vince Wilfork or or? or well, you uh, need someone with a name Mac. First of all, Stone. Yeah,
3: that's, that's how we That's start. the whole point. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Stone's I don't know. not good at the nickname thing yet. No, we're uh, working on him. Mac
2: Collins? Yeah. Well, I mean, why is he Mac and Cheese though?
3: Because he's like a side piece. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh! Well done.
1: The well X, I like it. Uh, we'll take another break. I want to leave ourselves some time here because I I was distraught at a, a Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Didn't have as fun a time. Khalil as Mack. I, I was. Oh, Khalil. Oh yeah, yeah. There, yeah, Khalil, Khalil Mack. 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 That's I'm perfect. Sorry, we keep going.
3: yet. Yeah. No, that's perfect. <laughs> or Pierce Westwood.
1: Who? Who? who which other sports Max <laughs> would deserve to be a Mac and Cheese? Because Mac Jones ain't it. Which other Max? Would deserve to be uh, nicknamed the best side on the planet, Mac and Cheese. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. But again, that's 888 760 3776. Apparently, Mac Jones has the nickname Mac and Cheese, when in reality, dude's just easy, Mac. You can't have that <laughs> bestowed upon you. Can't have that bestowed upon you. And it's not Matt Collins, because even though he's in Vegas, he hasn't earned that. He nah. never earned that. So Khalil Mack, the leader in the clubhouse. Yes. Well done, Theo. 888 760 Sad concert tales from Stone Labanowitz. Friday Night Lights when we come back. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone and his Jack Harlow obsession. New
1: album dropping Friday.
3: I I don't think he needs any more promo. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think he's good. I think he's good. We're presented by...
0: The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Open Visit fau.edu slash mba MBAsports. Do you remember the original song, Stone? Yeah. Okay.
3: I was making sure. I know you're kind of young. Yeah. Do no, you remember the original?
2: Yeah, it was. I feel like it was like my MP3 days. It was 2009.
3: Okay. So b- I was b- rocking
2: MP3 on the bus to, yeah. to elementary school, rocking Glamorous. Okay. No doubt. I was doubt. 25, man. <laughs> I was 25, single. Yeah. No kids. You were glombling in and out of
1: Dolphins training camp. Those were the days. Yeah, eating terrible, looking terrible. Those were the days. I saw Big Kenny till four (laughs) a.m.
3: I saw Big Kenny. I was like, I was like, what? I've never seen that guy. And I saw a picture of you, and you were Big Kenny. When did you become not so Big Kenny? Uh, so I had a period,
1: 2014, 2015, early 2016, where I was not big, and then things ballooned. I lost my will. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, got big, got big, hitting like two. What was There's that? There's no like, way. Uh, I was close to two
2: bills. There's I was no close way. To two bills. But I was up around 180. And, and now you're just banging out marathons. Banging like not, it ain't man. nobody's business. It's banging so it out. funny. Under I'm, four
1: hours. And I'm going to Jamaica in June, and I'm getting that that Jamaica body. Yes, sir. Let's right do it. Now. Let's I mean, it. lifting. We're, we're, we're hydrating. We're we're cutting weight. We're getting the abs fully showing. It's on. You need ab. a tan.
3: You need a tan before you uh, go, dog. I know. I'm hitting know. Jamaica in a few weeks, dog. Are you? I'm gonna warm it up for you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let <laughs> yeah. me know.
1: Are you staying at a resort?
3: Yeah, Montego Bay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are we going Yeah, let's do are it. Are we Jamaica brothers? Uh, we might be <laughs> are we, Something that will never yeah. ever again be said to me. Are you are we Jamaica brothers? Uh, but it's gonna be it's it's a it's a resort, no kids allowed, just adultery. Yes. Yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. That, hey, that's worth a oh. triple debt, I yeah, think. Man. So we pumped got, now. This yeah, yeah. that was like almost like a the radio version of a triple dep <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. that,
1: <laughs> that, uh, that was awesome. That was really awesome. But yeah, Jack Harlow. Uh it, it, so so Jack Harlow was sitting courtside game one of the uh the Bucs and Celtics in Boston, hmm. and uh the two officials, one including Scott Foster, had absolutely no idea who Jack Harlow was, and they were mic'd up and they started talking about <laughs> it.
4: Who's Jack Harlow? Who's Jack Harlow? I don't know what is. There's a the guy over here, right here. He's in that white shirt behind you. Yeah, who is he? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Go ask him. <laughs> they had no idea. No idea. Shocking that that uh, two older white men had no idea who Jack Harlow was. <laughs> That's your boy, though, Stone. You swear that he's a superstar. Yeah. And I know he was number one on the Billboard charts, uh, the hip-hop charts, really? right? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. He was number one. He's, he's been so. number First one. First class. Oh, he, I would have thought, He released a single so from the upcoming album and went first, number one.
3: So I'm not going to lie. First Class is not really that good of a song. The song he had, the first Nail song, Tech. Was it Nail Tech? Mm-hmm. That song was good. And he had another one. I think the first one he ever came out with that was big. That they had a remix with it. I think the baby was on it. Lil Wayne came on it. So I believe it's called Ghost. So, so you
1: give him your approval.
3: Theory. Jack Harlow had two really good songs. This one is not a good song. But this is the, the one that hit number whack. one. I'm sure the other ones might have climbed and up And as there. soon
2: as this album drops Friday, it's going to be number one.
3: Jack Harlow is he has a lot of corniness in him, but he he has he does have a couple he has a good flow he's a he's a, he's a good rapper he 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 really undersold on glamorous though the hook was great the verses yeah. were whack
2: I wouldn't necessarily disagree
3: yeah the verses think, were underwhelming but okay. the hook was
2: great I but, think he might tell you the same thing yeah if, but the yeah. hook was already made he just took the glamorous I, I know hook.
1: I know he and took the... It's a catchy song, yeah. and so he took the hook, and then it went to number one. I hope he's. I hope he and Fergie have a, a handshake. Deal. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Not a triple dab, but dap, a double dap,
1: a double dap. <laughs> a double dap. Deal. And there's some green in that double dap yeah. included too, because I mean, she deserves some cash. Oh yeah, and but some, but some kickback from yeah, that. That's that, That's just that's just me talking, old man. Me talking. Fergie <laughs> deserves some respect now when she sings the anthem. But in that spot, Oof. yeah, absolutely. Uh uh So, so I, I want to get to. And actually, before I do that, let me tell you about Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, Personal Injury Attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. Pat Lawler is my guy. Decades of trial experience. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, Personal Injury Attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. Slip and fall, uh, bicycle accident, automobile accident, boating accident, any of these things. He has your back. Trying to get you the compensation you deserve. Wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation. That's Lawler & Associates, Personal Injury Attorneys. All right. So, um... Speaking of 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 rap artists, you were pumped stone to go see Lil Wayne at Sunfest. When was this? Friday or Saturday? Saturday night. Saturday night. And what what happened? Because you were you were not. Fully thrilled yesterday when you were talking about your Saturday night concert going. Like, Sunfest was great. The drinks and the parties and all that stuff. Setup's awesome as always, but you were not happy with the the Lil Wayne part
2: of it. No, I'll flat out say that Lil Toonchi ruined my night. Really? My Saturday night. He did. I was so excited, and and I I thought, you know, Lil Wayne's going to bring 20,000 people out in this yard, right? South Florida, like top three, probably rappers of all time. I'm really pumped. You know, I bring a good group with me, all Lil Wayne fans supposed to go on stage at 9 o'clock. Didn't expect him to go on stage at 9 o'clock because they never do. Fast forward to like 10.05. So he's oh an hour late. God. An hour late. And, and, and you, like, like Theo mentioned the other day, you know, they have a, a DJ who's just just banging regular songs, right? Like it was a Cardi B. It was just all these regular songs just before he got there. It's like
1: listening to the radio. Yeah, yeah, literally
2: like listening to the radio. And then 10 o'clock comes around. Everybody sees his Sprinter van pull up. He gets out. We all see him walk up the stairs. He walks from the Sprinter van to center stage in a matter of 15 seconds, gets right into his song. No effort all night. Hmm. Gave us probably 35 minutes. It wasn't long. He he threw in a couple of his good songs, a few I didn't know, and it was deuces, (laughs) peace out West Palm, appreciate you guys, and uh, got out of town. Right back to Miami a bit. Right right back. like I imagine that he landed at the West Palm Airport at like 9 and then got there at 10. Left by ten forty. That mm. sucks. I, I, I was. What upset. is
1: that? Like what? What? And I know that he has a reputation for just you know being late. Like yeah. that's his thing. But come on, man! Like forty minutes, and typically we're talking like what an hour, hour ten, hour twenty for some of these Sunfest major acts. He's oh, like yeah. the headliner Saturday night,
2: and he can't be bothered to show up on time. Yeah, I, I'd assume that ninety percent of us in the crowd like grew up with Lil Wayne. Like he's our number one. Like everybody was excited Sunfest. He was headlining the whole thing, yes. and he gave us nothing. Well, what, let me let me because this reminds me. Let me
1: bring you into White World now, uh, <laughs> where Limp Biscuit was supposed to perform at at the Guitar at uh, the Hard Rock Hollywood. Mm. Okay. Limp Biscuit had a big show Saturday night, and uh, I I knew a lot of people who had tickets for this, and they were pumped. Limp Biscuit doesn't tour much anymore. Mm. You don't see Fred Durst. So they show up, and minutes before showtime, there's an announcement, show's canceled, sorry, go home, not going to happen. Apparently, it was in their, their new auditorium area, and the Hard Rock was not going to pull out seats so that Lim Pisket could have a pit, and so the promoter said, "Sorry, not performing. We're done. We're out." Yikes! That sucks. Yikes. And think about it. I've never it. heard anything like if that. If you if you bought, it's not cheap to stay at the Guitar. Mm. So think about it. You're getting a full refund on your ticket. Okay. But what about your room? Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people that bought a room. What about people flew
2: from out of state?
1: I know yeah, for that I concert. Know, for that concert, like that sucks. Who comes off looking worse here? Limp Biscuit? Lil Wayne. Like, d- does, does the guitar have a little bit of, of blame here? Just pull the seats. Yeah. Pull the seats. Limp Biscuit, that's their identity. But I feel bad for a lot of people. People like Stone, who showed up to Sunfest. Lil Wayne gave half effort. Mm. Limp Biscuit never even took the stage over seats not being pulled. That's a bad concert weekend down here.
3: And can I do one quick crossover? Because when you say Fred Durst, it just reminds me of the Lil Wayne line flip my fitted cat back like I'm Fred Durst. Does he really. Rock the fitted cap back, which I don't watch a lot of...
1: The the red Yankees cap. Okay, bet. That's love. That's love. That's his his
3: identity. That's that's my only Fred Durst. Fred Durst has the backwards fitted Yankees cap. Flip my fitted cap back like I'm Fred Durst. I love that line. (laughs) And I never knew what it meant. Unless they don't
1: pull seats and then they don't perform. (laughs) That's the end of that They're getting lazy out here nowadays. I don't like that. I do not
3: like that. But
1: what you are going to like, I guarantee you, is something we're doing with the Kentucky Derby. So... Grab your derby hat, head over to the best party in West Palm Beach. Join ESPN West Palm and Southern Eagle at ER Bradley's Saturday, May 6th. This is this Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m., playing Pin the Tail on the Horse. Mm. Giving away free Stella. How about that? Stella Artois right there for you. Pin the Tail on the Horse. It's the run for the Roses, Saturday, 4-6. to 6, E.R. Bradley's presented by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to enjoy responsibly. And I'll be
3: on the mic that night. Theo That's Dorsey me. will yeah. be there. Go see him and pin
1: the tail on the horse, not on Theo. Theo Dorsey, WPTV <laughs> News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29, Stone the LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken LeVick. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye.